Welcome to Empowered Radio. I am your host, Emma Montgomery, an online nutrition and fitness coach and creator of Shred Within. Each week, we'll talk all things nutrition, training, and mindset. You'll be able to take my tips and strategies and apply what you learn to see results with both your body and your mind. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Empowered Radio. Today, I wanted to talk to you guys about why maintenance seems more difficult than a calorie deficit. Um, This is something I get asked about, and I've actually had people reach out to me and ask if I could do a podcast on this. So I thought, you know what? I need to. I'm going to go ahead and do that now. Um, I feel like this time of year, honestly, should be when a lot of people are at maintenance, when um, a lot of people think that this is the time of year they should be dieting because they're in less clothes or in swimsuits, things like that. When the reality is in the summertime, we are um, typically way more social. We're going on vacations, weekend getaways. We're going out to dinners and um, having cocktails and all that stuff. So it's really a time of year when, you know, people think they should be dieting again because they want to be slim for all of the events. Um, But really, they should be at maintenance so they have more calories to work with so they can enjoy those things and not, you know, falling off track with their diet. So what I wanted to talk about um, is why it does seem more difficult or why it is more difficult for the majority of people to be at maintenance um, rather than being in a calorie deficit. So I know if I were to ask the majority of you guys when was the last time you weren't dieting or when was the last time you were at maintenance? You would probably look at me like I had three heads because um, honestly, the majority of people couldn't tell you when the last time they weren't actively dieting. I know on shred um, questionnaires, a lot of them, it'll they'll say like, I've been dieting my entire life or my entire adult life. And so the thing is, is that, if you are constantly dieting, um, and I'm going to get off on like a side tangent here before I get into all of this, but so if you're constantly dieting and constantly in a calorie deficit, um, but you're not adhering to that, so you're not consistent. So maybe it's that you, you know, you're the one that does really great through the week and then Friday hits and it's happy hour. Then Saturday you're going boating and then Sunday it's brunch and, whatever. So it's, you've got like a whole weekend full of food and drinks and you're not tracking at all. Um, so yes, you're dieting through the week, but your average is going to balance out to likely maintenance or higher if you're doing that. And so for those of you that are like, I've hit a plateau, I'm not losing weight. It's not that you're, that you've hit a plateau and that you need to, you know, drop calories even lower. It's just that you're so inconsistent that your weekends, by the time you average those calories in, your average for the week is not a deficit anymore. But the problem is mentally, you are in a calorie deficit because it's Monday through Thursday. You are probably eating way lower than you need to. Um, and you're likely over exercising. I would say coming off the weekend, you're probably adding in a bunch of cardio, something crazy like that. And so mentally you are in a deficit 
even though statistically and your body is is really not in a deficit because you are over eating and all of the things over the weekends. And I, and I say over the weekends because that's typically where most people fall off. Um, and so the average person, again, mentally, they're in a deficit this whole time, but then the weekend comes and they throw themselves out of the deficit, but they do not realize and they're not taking that into account. So again, they are likely at maintenance. If they're maintaining weight and you're not um, you're not gaining weight and you're not losing weight, you're just maintaining that weight, then you are at maintenance. It just doesn't feel like it because you're restricting so much through the week and then overeating on the weekend. So what I want to talk about today are um, having strategically placed maintenance phases. And ideally, you should be at maintenance the majority of the time. But what I want to talk about um, are things that people, I guess, don't expect. So it's like the things to know before going into maintenance um, and what to expect and how to make it um, more enjoyable and easier for you. Because honestly, like I said, the majority of your year um, of your life, you should be at maintenance. So it should be like 90 something percent of the time you should be at maintenance. It should be, you know, very little of the time should be dieting phases. So again, I know I've talked about this a million times, but for myself, my dieting phase for a year is literally once and it is usually about eight weeks long. Um, 12 weeks is like the max. Again, that's going to vary for person to person because of the amount of weight you would have to lose, things like that. Um, but again, it still should be that the majority of your year is spent at maintenance versus dieting. So, um, and like I said, the majority of you, if you are not actively losing weight, it's because of inconsistency not because of like metabolic damage or your thyroid or, and I say the majority, there are of course outliers to that. The majority of you are just super inconsistent and it feels like you're constantly dieting, but you're really not because of your inconsistency. So um, I think moving to maintenance for the majority of people and feeling better, um, you know, cutting back that restriction and being able to do things and maintain your weight and not expect to be losing weight will help for when you do go into your next dieting phase because you're going to be more primed and you're going to select a time when you can be consistent. So, and I know that's something I've talked about before, nutritional periodization, where you're looking at your year and knowing, okay, I'm going to get maintenance all of this time. And then I'm going to have my dieting phase from um, point A to point B, it's going to be this many weeks long. This is my hard stop date regardless. Like that way, you know that there is a lot at the end of the tunnel. So when you set your dieting phase up like that, it's not so just like it, it doesn't seem like it's possible to get to where you want um, because you have put a stop date. You, you know, you know what you're pushing towards so you can give it your all because you know, it's only going to be eight weeks or 12 weeks. Um, or whatever that looks like for you. So I think that's the other thing is people, um, when they're dieting, it just is like this ongoing thing. It just goes forever and ever. So it's easy to start all over because they have no end date in sight, where if you know that there is a stop date, you typically work really hard for that. That's why people do really well in my shred program, because there's a start and stop date. Even if they repeat it, you know, two, three times in a row, they know, okay, for th this four week block, like I am, 
going to be consistent. I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to set a step goal, um, crush my workouts, track my food because they know in four weeks they've got a stop date. Whether they continue, you know, and do another one, then they've got another four week block. So setting it up where it seems more um, manageable like that, I think is super helpful. And again, that's, you know, why they're so successful. But I digress. I'm going to get on to um, talking about why maintenance, you know, does seem uh, more difficult or is more difficult for most people than a deficit. So the first thing that I have down is you have no goals outside of weight loss. So when you are someone who is at maintenance, um, it is, you know, when you're in a dieting phase and you're weighing in daily or um, and looking at your weekly average, or maybe you weigh in once a week or whatever that looks like for you, and you're taking your measurements and progress photos every week, um, it is very rewarding to see the scale go down and to see measurements come down. And so that is like one of your progress indicators that I'm doing a great job. You know, my goal is to lose weight. I am um, crushing all the things towards my goal. And so that is like the main focus. So then when you're at maintenance and you're weighing yourself and things are staying the same, you're not seeing any changes there um, in terms of weight. It's just maintaining because that's the point is, you know, of maintenance is to maintain your weight. Um, it is hard because you feel like you're working towards nothing. You feel like nothing's happening. You're just kind of like standing still, um, which is totally the wrong way to look at it because maintenance should be a time when you set goals outside of weight loss. So I know for me, when I'm at maintenance, I use this time to make sure that I am working towards building muscle. Um, I don't ever like to go into a bulk, a surplus of calories, because I just don't like the added fat gain that will come with it. Um, So for myself, I utilize maintenance as a time to make sure that I am setting personal best in my weight training, that I'm setting goals outside of weight training like whether it is something, you know, I did pull-ups and chin-ups for a while. Um, that's something I'll probably bring back because I thought it was fun. It was really challenging and something that I looked forward to beating week over week. For some of you, it might be running and setting a new, um, you know, time in your mile or doing a half marathon or something crazy like that. So again, it's setting those goals that are not weight loss related so that you have something that you're working towards. The other um, goals that I'll mention that aren't even like um, activity related, your relationship with food. This was literally the first goal that I worked towards when I um, went to like a strategic maintenance phase because I had been trying to diet on and off for forever. And in 2019, I did my first like strategic reverse to sit at maintenance for I didn't know how long I had no like dieting plan um, or like cutting phase on the horizon. I just wanted to get to maintenance and better my relationship with food. That was the um, the like foremost upfront and like most important thing for me to do was to work on my relationship with food. So that is a huge goal that you can set if you're someone who um, maybe you have binging or overeating tendencies, or maybe it's that you um, look at food as like good versus bad. Maybe it's that you want to work towards intuitive eating. Um, obviously, I I would say that you need to have tracked your food at some point to get to the intuitive eating point, but that's a goal that you can work towards um, when you're at maintenance. So 
those are just some different things that you can work towards. But I think that one is a huge one as to why people have a hard time um, being at maintenance versus a deficit because they don't have any other goal that they're working towards other than, you know, fat loss. And at maintenance, you're not working towards fat loss. So it's really important to sit down before you get to that and identify the things that you want to work towards so that you can have those progress markers and indicators that you're looking for instead of looking at weight loss. Um, The next one that I have was, and it's along those same lines, but you're looking for decreases on the scale as validation. And so the one thing I um, always want people to understand and expect when you, um, whether you reverse diet or you just go straight to your new maintenance or your, you know, current maintenance where your um, body maintains weight. And when I say go to, I mean like increased calories to that amount. Um, you will gain weight. And so I know I talk about this um, in my reverse dieting podcast, but I just want people to understand you will gain weight at maintenance. And I say weight, I don't say fat. So if you are, unless you're eating in a calorie surplus, so eating more calories than your body is burning, you will not gain fat. That's the only way you can gain fat is by eating in a surplus. If when you move to maintenance calories, you have to think about it. Say you're somebody that's been dieting on 1600 calories and then your, you know, perceived maintenance will say is like 2,100 Um, So when you get to that amount, you have added in a lot more carbs, very likely, which will pull water in uh, to the muscle. Um, They store as glycogen that pulls water in. You're talking um, the likelihood of increasing fiber is very good because you're probably eating a lot more fruits and veggies or just more fibrous foods because you're eating more food in general. Fiber pulls water in. Um, sodium because you're eating more food again. So that pulls water in. So you're, and food volume itself. I think people forget about like what your food weighs on a plate, weighs that same exact amount when it goes inside your body. And so thinking about all of those things, yes, you're going to see scale weight increase slightly. And I say slightly, like a pound, maybe two pounds. Um, Again, it's, it's going to vary from person to person, but understand that you will see just a tiny bit of weight gain and it is water retention, um, not fat gain again, unless you're eating in a surplus. So I think um, just knowing that you will gain a little weight. So instead of looking at the scale decreasing for validation, understand going into this, like, yep, I'm probably going to see the scale go up one to two pounds. No big deal. I know for me, my um, dieting phase, the lowest I got was 1,650 calories. I'm up to 2,100 calories right now. And my weight has increased and it fluctuates between one to two pounds. So I would say two pounds. So I ended around like 118 and I'm sitting at a very consistent 120. And I'm okay with that because I'm eating 500 you know, ish more calories a day. And it is something I can maintain. I feel good. My workouts are great. Um, Again, I'm not looking to step on the scale to see a decrease because I know that the scale should be staying roughly the same. I also know that there will be days it'll be a little higher, closer to my cycle. It will jump up probably a couple of pounds. But again, these are things that I track and I know, and I'm not looking for a decrease as validation 
for what I'm doing. So understanding that before going into maintenance is huge. Um, the next one I have, and I swear if I had, I was going to say a dollar, but I would say a penny <laughs> for every time somebody has asked me, okay, so um, yeah, I'm ready to reverse, but when can I die it again? And so everyone is so impatient and in such a rush to be dieting again, it's like they miss the point um, of going to maintenance. And so like, I hate diet. Well, no, I don't hate dieting. Um, what I love maintenance. So I would much rather be at maintenance. It is life is so much more enjoyable at maintenance. Um, and things are just easier if you let them be, but I do enjoy a diet, um, a dieting phase just because I like to, um, grind a little bit. It gives me something to like, again, that goal to like, work towards, but I don't want to do that all the time because that gets exhausting. And that's where a lot of you are. But people get so impatient when they're at maintenance because they want to be dieting again because they miss that like grind and that goal. And this again, you know, segues like, or, you know, goes back to the first thing I talked about, which is having goals outside of fat loss. So um, people just get so impatient to be dieting again. And I know I talked about this when I first started, but really the majority of your year should be at maintenance, not in a deficit. And for a lot of people, the majority of their year is spent trying to be in a deficit. They're not typically in an active deficit. Now, some of you probably are, but a lot of you aren't. And that's why there's that constant like wheel spinning um, because you're mentally in a deficit, but your weekends and things and and vacations and just dieting during the wrong times um, is throwing you back at maintenance. That's why you're not losing weight. So again, um, just knowing that when you're at maintenance, I recommend being there for a minimum of the amount. So a minimum would be as long as your dieting phase. So if you dieted for 12 weeks, I would say you need to be at maintenance for a minimum of 12 weeks. But I would say way longer. Like again, it should really be that you, if you dieted for 12 weeks, then you spend the rest of your year at maintenance. I would say six months plus is a good time to be at maintenance just so that you can work on, again, your relationship with food, your actual energy level, sleep, digestion, um, like things in terms of like PRs and weight training and all. Of, I mean, there's just so much that you can do at maintenance. So Again, for those of you who have never been there or actively been there, um, you're missing out. <laughs> There's so much that you can do there. Um, and then the last one that I have on here is just that you like the control that you have with dieting. So I know um, for a lot of people there, you know, you might have a lot going on in your life. Um, and this is like the one thing that you can control. Um, or even if you don't have a lot going on in your life, like you just like that you can control, like I can control what I eat. I can control how much I work out. I can control how much I eat. Um, and so it's that control piece because it's very, you know, if, you know, if I eat X, Y, and Z and I eat this amount of food, this is typically what I weigh. This is the body that I, you know, when I ate this much, this was the body that I had. And so I think that's why people, you know, when they look back and they're, I see this on questionnaires a lot. Well, I know when I, um, when I weighed 150, I was eating at 1600 calories and now they weigh 
175 and they're still trying to diet on 1600 calories when their body is heavier, they actually need more food. And so it's, but they're not realizing that they just know that when they were at a comfortable weight, they were eating this amount of food. And so it's just having that control. Um, people enjoy that. And I like that. I mean, I like having control over, you know, my food too. I'm just that, like, that's how I'm wired. Um, again, that's how a lot of us are, but it is. So that's why the maintenance piece is harder because you still have control, but it's less control. So like you're able to do more and you have more flexibility and able to eat more. And so a lot of times people can feel like they're losing control and then it kind of can turn into like this slippery slope. So like, um, you know, this is why I talk about too, not to get off topic here, but like calorie cycling, if um, you give somebody or even like a just, and this is why I do not, I don't like the term cheat meals, but this is why I don't recommend a cheat meal ever um, in a dieting phase is because a lot of times when you give somebody that like cheat meal, that freedom, not, there's no like restriction on it. You can eat whatever you want. Um, there's no like stay within 600 calories for this meal or stay within a thousand calories or, or whatever. It's just very broad people often because they're so used to having control. And when there is no, um, boundaries on that, they, that's when they kind of like the wheels fall off and they're just like, shit, I'm going to eat everything because there's no, like, I don't have control right now. I'm out of control. Um, and so again, with maintenance, it's hard because, you're not controlling so much or not having to, you're not, you know, you can be a little more lenient with weighing and measuring every single bite. Um, you can be a little more lenient with eating out more and flexible that way. You know, when you're dieting, I know for a lot of people, it's harder to eat out very often or drink and things like that because, you know, when you're dealing with a smaller amount of calories, then you want to make sure that you're, um, you know, eating volume foods and really being frugal with your calories versus, you know, if you're at maintenance and you've got 2000 plus calories to work with, it's easier to fit in a couple of glasses of wine. It just is. Um, and so that control that you have with dieting and you get so used to having that. And then it's like when you um, let up a little bit on that, it can feel like you're spiraling or losing control when you're at maintenance because it's not, you don't have to have such control, I guess, if that makes sense. So, um, I don't know, that was just some thoughts I had. And I know these are, um, you know, I get asked this a lot because people, when they're moving out of, um, a diet and they're scared to death to reverse diet because they're afraid they're going to gain all their weight back or they won't have the control or, you know, they've not thought about like, what do I do after I diet? And this is really things that you should think about. So when you're, you know, ready to reverse and move to maintenance, it's, have you set some goals for yourself that you're going to work towards um, for that specific amount of time? Like, have you planned on, you know, how long are you going to stay at maintenance? Do you understand that you should be there for longer than you dieted? You should be there for the majority of your year. So it's, you know, you, do you understand that you're going to gain a couple of pounds and it's not going to be fat, but you're not going to see the scale decrease? Again, these are just things that... um that I think people don't think about. And that's why maintenance can seem so scary or it is so scary when you get there because it's the unknown. Um, dieting is 
easier because we've done it for so long that it's just we, you know, a lot of times we just get an autopilot with it and it's comfortable because we know it. Um, maintenance, if you've never really actively been there, it is scary because it is the unknown. You don't really know, like, you know, am I going to gain weight? I know she told me I'm going to, but like, how much will it be and how much food, you know, how will I know when to stop eating? It's just, there's so many questions and things that you don't know. And again, you won't know until you get there and experience it. But again, um, these are just some things that I wanted to like shed a little light on. So I hope it is helpful because again, I know these are questions that I get all of the time. So I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Um, again, I always appreciate when you share it on social. If you do, tag me so I can say thank you. Um, but until next week, that is all I got. So I hope you guys have an awesome weekend. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Empowered Radio. If you enjoyed the episode or found value in it, could you do me two quick favors? One, take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tag me in it so I can say thanks. And two, could you subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star rating and review in iTunes? It would mean the world to me. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode.